Blog Talk Radio. We've got to be the body to rock it like we're never going to see it again. We are exploding. The world is going to know it. We rock it like you're never going to see us again. Come on over. Come on over. Coming to you live from the Connecticut School of Broadcasting in Hasbrook Heights, New Jersey, this is Pure Gold with your host, David and Joe. Good evening, everyone. It is 11.32 p.m. Pure Gold is live, and I'm here for this May 30, 2018. Folks, that is right. It's Thursday night. It's May 31st. We made it. We have done it. We have made it. It happened. It is here. Pure Gold is official. Like a license 45, let me know if you finish that sentence because of all the terrible things that have gone in this country. But nevertheless, folks, if you'd like to check out our show, please check out puregoldpg.com, which I'm pretty sure is down at the moment, but tomorrow I will have it up for sure. Um, just you check that out. You can look at, of course, our past episodes, listen to them. I mean, there's some really great stuff there. Um, but, folks, like I said, it happened. We made it by the skin of our teeth. It's less than 30 minutes to go. We were able to do an episode in May. We did an episode in April. We did one in March, we did one in February, we did one in January, we did one in December. The streak is alive. Joe, a.k.a. JB. Go to hell! DG, DG what's up? is alive. <laughs> what's up, sir? How are you doing? I'm trying to watch overtime on my phone here. Then. High five! <laughs> oh, really? The, the game's not over? Are you kidding me? It went, you know, what happened was the, um, it was a, actually a good game, and, um, they got the uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers guy in offense. Oh, uh, is that all? Is that all? The Cleveland Cavaliers <laughs> got the offensive rebound, and you know who got it, right? J.R. Smith got it with about uh, wait, wait, five wait. seconds left. Was he bombing threes from every which angle? <laughs> he thought they had the lead, so he tried to dribble out the game, and then LeBron is screaming to shoot the ball, and, it, and time runs absolute... out, and they go into overtime. What an absolute moron. Live from 1640 AM Ironbound Radio in Newark, New Jersey, this is Pure Gold with your hosts, David and Joe. All right. Uh, the good old days. Well, I mean, you got to figure, of course, that uh, you have to absolutely... Hey, everybody, know. it's Nikki Boyer from Yahoo's Daytime oh, wait, in this? No Time. And don't forget to check out Pure Gold every <laughs> single week for amazing guest interviews and pretty entertaining radio, I have to say. You guys are awesome. You realize that I could just do that for about thirty straight minutes, and we don't even have to do a show. We could just we could just do great clips of people who have been on the show, sir. Well, well, the good news is if you do that for thirty straight minutes, it will accomplish you know doing a show in in May and June because in about twenty minutes it will be June first. So that's a good point, man. That's a very good point. But uh, you know, like I was talking before with the intro, 
literally, folks, the only reason we're doing this show is because we are stubborn mules, and we did not want to go down without having a single episode done in May. So we're here. Um, I don't know, do we even have anything to talk about? I mean, there's so much, I guess, that we could talk about, but do we even have any sort of plan as far as what we're doing tonight, sir? No, no plan at all. All I have to say is that if I close my eyes right now, which I was about to doze off until the game went overtime, but um, as I was dozing off, um, I started watching overtime. I woke back up. Um, you close your eyes, sir, and you could you could just realize that it doesn't feel like it's 2018. It could feel like 2014 because my theme for tonight is nothing has changed. <laughs> Obviously, we're starting <laughs> well, the show not 11 o'clock. That's that's typical. Um, because yeah, I told you that let's start later. That's one. But of you course, close your yeah. eyes, right? Mike Francesa is back on the air, and he you know, he never left. That's one. Just the as Mets, terrible as he always was. The Mets still stink, and the Yankees oh. are you know do- dominant again. So that's that's two. The um, the Cleveland Cavaliers are playing the um, Golden State Warriors for the fourth straight year in a row. There's there's something that never changes. Um, well, we could well, have just left okay. it at the Cleveland Cavaliers are playing the Golden State Warriors in the NBA Finals because then that literally nothing changes. Oh no, sir, is, <laughs> the there, w- is there a rule? Is, is there some sort of rule that has come out recently where only the Cavaliers and the Warriors can go to the finals? I mean, is that just is that new? Um, it, it might be a new rule that that, that the commissioner in, instituted, but uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure about that. My other question is: Is this the longest streak in NBA history of two teams playing each other in the finals? Consecutively? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I know the Celtics made to uh, eight straight finals and won all straight eight, all yeah, eight. But of they them. weren't, but they weren't against the same the same team. It wasn't against the same team, correct? So this this is the longest uh, episodic um, television show um, in history. <laughs> <laughs> but I digress. There's something to look up. I wonder. I wonder what the closest will be because, I mean, I I joked with you about this the other day. If the Cavaliers had lost, which they, technically they they should be 0-3 against the Warriors right now. That comeback, that 3-1 comeback that they had a couple of years ago. To this day, that disgusting choke job by uh, by the Warriors is just dumbfounds me. But I digress. So this they should be the Cleveland, they should be the Buffalo Bills of the NBA. This should be going on their fourth straight <laughs> their fourth straight finals loss. It would be the same team, but um, you know, I, I just can't think of any. There's not nothing has even come close to that. I mean, I'm sure in, in baseball, maybe the Yankees had played the uh, Brooklyn Dodgers or one team caught like once or twice in a row, but I can't imagine any of this. Four, you've had the same exact, the same exact two teams in the finals this many years in a row. You know, I, I mean, they were talking about how like LeBron, the biggest story going to the NBA Finals is not whether. Uh, LeBron James is going to win. It's how many games is he going to lose the finals in. So everyone's, you know, picking five, maybe a sweep. Um, but, the, you know, the bigger than that, they're wondering if LeBron James is going to stay with the Cleveland Cavaliers. And they were saying how one of his teams that he was talking about going to was the, the Golden State Warriors. And that that would be the ultimate heel move right there. I thought that would be more heel than going to the Miami Heat from the Cleveland Cavaliers if he were to decide to go to Golden State. Yeah, that would be insane if he actually did that. But I mean, at this point, does it even matter where LeBron is going? Because to me, it, it's just it's a joke, yeah. sir. Do you tell me you're you're a fan of basketball? How is that anybody watches the NBA when you got the same two bum teams going to the freaking finals every year in a row? What's the point? You're right, and you know what? 
I think, you know, if I had the shame on you button, I would be playing the shame on you button on the commissioner because there's no way that I have Kevin Durant be able to sign with the Golden State Warriors. There's no reason he should be on the Golden State Warriors, if you think about it. I know I'm a year late on this argument, but the fact that he's on this team right now and they're going to win multiple titles with him on the team is ridiculous because this is a power team or a super team that nobody's going to be able to stop for another two or three years if they, they keep the team together. Well, I mean, the only thing you can hope for, I guess, I guess the only thing you can really, if you're a fan of other teams, hope for is injury. <laughs> as bad as that, as bad as it sounds, like you know, shame on you. <laughs> as bad as that is, you're basically hoping somebody gets injured because otherwise, you may have the same two friggin' teams in the finals if LeBron stays in in uh, Cleveland. You may have five, six years in a row the same garbage. You're exactly right, and and you're right. If uh, if I'm not a Boston Celtics fan, and I, you know, the team is up and coming, and they had a devastating loss on Sunday to the Cleveland Cavaliers, I'm probably not watching the NBA Finals right now. I'm not following the NBA. I just, you know, I'm following it because I watched the the playoffs throughout the throughout this year, and now I'm just going to watch it through. I really think that Golden State should win it in four, maybe five. But you're right. If you're not, if you're well, not. if they're in, if they're in overtime in the first game, I mean that that's gotta be a good sign for Cleveland, no? <laughs> Except the fact that you figure that you know they were a twelve point favorite, right? They were twelve point favorite, and now they're up eleven in overtime, which is crazy. <laughs> Wait, who's up eleven? The Golden State Warriors. <laughs> oh well, then you know. So wait, yeah, so you're telling me, you're telling me that that J.R. Smith. The game was tied, and J.R. Smith was—he <laughs> was dribbling the ball to kill time in a tie game in the finals. Are you? I mean, do you think he's high? I mean, definitely two kisses on the wrist. Was—I mean, what is going on? How does that even happen? The funny thing is that I'm sure you'll see a YouTube of it. I'm sure you'll see highlights of it. The fact that, the, you know, I forget who was shooting the foul shot. So they missed the second foul shot, Cleveland, and they had a chance. To, they got the offensive rebound, so they had a chance to actually win the game in regulation. Um, and all of a sudden he tries to dribble the ball away into, like, almost half court. Not going over half court, obviously, because that's an over and back. But he tries to dribble out the game, and you see LeBron James yelling, like literally yelling at him, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then all of a sudden he throws up the ball, and it's overtime, and he couldn't get a shot off. And then he's he's walking off the court probably cursing him off, you know, <laughs> which it's a, just asking Jared, what the hell are you doing? What the hell are you doing? <laughs> I, I think you'll appreciate this. Um, Greg Adams, who actually uh, – Greg used to write for us. I don't know if you remember, but he used to he used to do a segment. He was on the show – I think once or twice, but he actually did a segment on our website, um, and I forget what it was called, but it was a weekly thing. I think he did it every Friday. He tweeted, Golden State's gone from should have lost in regulation to possibly covering a 13-point spread in OC. (laughs) (laughs) How great is that? (laughs) It's true. They they almost covered it. They're not going to be able to because it's about – Two seconds left in the game, and they're up eight only. But it's it's just crazy that J.R. Smith is going to actually cost them <laughs> the game one and probably the whole series now at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Imagine this is a turning point. Imagine LeBron was going to lead them to a, a, a finals victory, and somehow J.R. Smith dribbling the ball when he should have been <laughs> trying to shoot the damn ball. Is how, Wait, how much time was left when he started running around? Uh, about four and four and a half seconds. 
Punk takes another ten attack. It would have been great if he had if he had like you know, was it twenty four seconds shot clock? If he had twenty three seconds left, then he did that. How LeBron would have probably felt him. <laughs> LeBron would have came like he would end with some high knees or something right in the crotch. <laughs> but how crazy is it though? If you look at everything that we talk about, usually sports. Between the Mets, the Yankees, we talk about wrestling, we talk about Mike Francesa, Mike's on, we talk about uh, the NBA Finals. Nothing really has changed, if you think about it. I mean, we haven't done a show uh, for a whole month, or even if we haven't done one in a whole year, or two years, or three years, <laughs> nothing really has changed. <laughs> well, that's the sad thing. And, you know, you're sitting here, we're over here talking crap, and you know, talking garbage. <laughs> we're over here talking garbage, right? And the truth of the matter is that Nothing does change, and we subject ourselves. This is the thing that gets me, is that we're the jerk, the jerks who subject ourselves to this. What is the point? Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. What? What, what is the point? Yeah, uh, why? Why? Why do we do this to ourselves, sir? You please tell me. Uh, where, where do we start? Do we start with the Mets or do we start with wrestling? I mean, both those two things are the top of a, a why do we subject ourselves list. It's either wrestling or the Mets. I don't know which one is number one. Oh, I guess, I mean, we're over here talking about, you know what's funny, this is the most we've talked about the NBA in years. I can't remember the last time we did a good 10 minutes straight, or 15 minutes straight on the NBA. Um, yep. I mean, there's so much There's so much we could crap on and everything. What gets me about wrestling, right, and we talked about this today, and I told you the yep. greatest thing I've seen so far is their ratings are at an all-time low and their stock is at an all-time high. How does that happen when you've got the second lowest rating on for Raw in the history of Raw, and you're talking 25 years of Raw, right? Raw 25, the yep. second lowest rating. Now I understand they were going up against the, I think it was the Western Conference Finals Game Seven. They were going up against the Stanley Cup Finals Game One, and it was Memorial Day, and you know, I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot of stuff. And apparently, the Stanley Cup Finals was one of the highest. I think it was one of the highest rated Stanley Cup Final games in history. It was up there somewhere. I forget. I don't know if it was Game One. Because it was game one or whatever the case is, but you know the numbers were pretty good for this final, and you got raw, and it just you and I have talked about this ad nauseum. It's funny because one of the things we've discussed quite a bit off the air is the fact that uh, you know SmackDown. There was this whole deal with uh, with SmackDown possibly going to a different network, and you know Raw is currently airing on USA, which is owned by NBC Universal, and so is SmackDown. But SmackDown's kind of been all over the place. See, if you remember, SmackDown was on Channel Nine when it was when it was actually you know WWR, and then yep. it went to a different channel and it was on My Nine. And it basically, it's just been on every garbage network you can think of. I mean, SmackDown has always been the redhead stepchild of wrestling, but now WWE signed a deal. I think it's going to be official tomorrow or Monday with Fox Sports, where they're going to be getting and Fox really courted them heavily, apparently to the point where they had. I read they had some pictures of, like, Ronda Rousey and all these other stars at the meeting with the Fox logo all over them. They're going to promote it on SmackDown, on, you know, football, on hockey. Everything that Fox does sports-wise, the WWE is going to get promoted on. And you and I had talked about something, and I was like, man, what they should have done, and they did do, is they should have figured out a way to air NXT. And apparently NXT will also be airing on FS1, which is one of the Fox Sports Networks, um, which is great because it allows NXT more exposure. I hope they keep it the way that it is, but, you know, that extra, maybe an hour, extra hour, whatever it is, but to have them on TV to me is great. And, um, you know, but you're talking, I think it was $205 million a year for five years, over a billion dollars just for SmackDown. 
But when you package in NXT, it, you know, the, the deal sounds better for Fox than what was originally reported because you're telling me you're giving $205 million a year just for SmackDown? That seems like it's a lot. For as good as, you know, Fox is in terms of Fox News, you know, fair and balanced, which <laughs> could be left to be desired. But anyway, um, for them to buy SmackDown for that much money, I, I don't know who was making the decisions and who pulled the trigger on this without actually doing some research on ratings and seeing how poor uh, the ratings are. I, I, I know we're, we're talking about SmackDown and versus Raw here and how Raw had the lowest ratings and um, one of its, its second lowest rating ever. But SmackDown isn't that great either when you look at the product. Right. I mean, it's okay. It's a two-hour product, and now you're gonna you're talking about making it a three-hour product, which would probably make it even worse than it is now because it's tolerable at two hours. Now you're gonna make it at three hours. So I, I don't know the executive that decided that yeah, this is a great idea. Let's throw this much money to. It's not like you know. The USA was in a – they weren't in a bidding war, and Fox decided, like, let's let's just outbid the USA Network and try to get SmackDown onto our station. So I don't know who, what they were thinking. And if they have that much money to give away, sir, how come we don't have a show on Fox at this point? I mean, I don't understand it. Well, well apparently the, what they did was they, they framed it, and Rupert Murdoch was, was a part of that. They framed it like, oh, you know, NBC doesn't want SmackDown, and they're just ashamed of you, or they're embarrassed of you. So they, they heavily wanted the WWE. You know what the thing is, and I thought about this too, yeah. the WWE is family-friendly entertainment. We're in, a, we're in a society now where everything's kind of PC and politically correct, and, you know, you could talk about the whole we can get into the Roseanne thing, the Samantha B thing, these comments, you know, offensive on both both sides of the spectrum. But the WWE, for the most part, is safe across the board. Even though they're all about bullying and they have their anti-bullying campaigns and it's a total oxymoron and a joke, now, this is not the attitude era. These people are able to kind of, like, oh, well, you, you can, the WWE appeals to all markets, and they yeah. can appeal to kids. And you know, the truth is that they're expanding globally. Business is booming for the company, you know, and it just, you and I as fans, obviously, we're disappointed, like, what the hell is going on? But, you know, business has never been better for the WWE. And, again, the fact that they're, you know, that, that all this money is being thrown at them by, by NBC Universal, because I'm pretty sure Raw, is going to be, uh, they're getting like $235 million a year, something like that, and then you have SmackDown at 205 you know, between the two of them, it's over $2 billion in advertising, you know, not in advertising, but in hosting the shows, basically, and airing the programming. To me, that's insane, but that's where we're at, where they're paying for these low ratings, and plus, you've also got to factor in that, you know, for as bad as the ratings are, there's also, you know, people are watching it differently, it's not so much uh, they're watching it live, and you know they're watching it, you know via the, the network and via the internet and all these different ways. So I guess I guess these companies are kind of taking all that into account and saying, you know, we still we're still going to get our two, two, five, you know, three rating for these shows. And there's also a possibility that, and to me, it, 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 it's not even a possibility; it has to be a must. When SmackDown starts airing on Fox in 2019, you they gotta beef up SmackDown. They're probably gonna take SmackDown for three hours to compete with Raw, and it'll be more seen on par with Raw because they literally will be in competition with each other, being that they're owned by two completely separate huge networks, and they're gonna want to promote the crap out of SmackDown. So they're gonna maybe put some bigger stars on SmackDown. Who knows? Maybe Brock Lesnar will show up, you know, once a once a month on SmackDown. Um, maybe they'll put Roman Reigns over there. I mean, John Cena, who knows? There'll be something where you'll see um, 
it'll be more quote unquote fair and balanced, and it'll be better, like you said, for SmackDown um, on the on the Fox Network. It's funny you mentioned Fox, and you're talking about fair and balanced and ratings. I saw an article today where Fox absolutely Fox News, the cable network, is absolutely destroying. MSNBC and everybody else in ratings. Uh, Sean Hannity has like the highest rated cable program. I think it's outside of HBO or Showtime or whatever, but his his program is the highest. He's pulling in like I think three three two or three five as well, far as ratings. And Fox across the board, Fox is winning, and I'm winning by a lot, just destroying everyone. There's only one reason for that, and you know who that is. That's the uh, 45th president of the United States. <laughs> well, uh, Donald Trump, of course. Uh, speaking of uh, the Trumps, sir, I mean, have you uh, you see uh, his uh, his favorite uh, comedy show, Roseanne, was canceled, sir? Do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, I, I can go on and on ramble, but do you have any thoughts on that whole thing? Why it got canceled? I just I find it to be such a a a BS move by ABC, just a typical to me a typical liberal move that somebody opens their mouth and you know because of I, I believe of who she supports, they decide right. that this is the perfect time to pull the plug on a show that had 27 million viewers on their first episode, on their first return episode, um, what, last month? So I, I feel like this is just a way to get back at the, the right, the, the conservative side, to just show them that, you know, ABC won't stand up to um, whatever, a, a bully or somebody that's racist, yet... It happens all the time, and what's crazy is I've told you this time and time again is that if if anybody said the things that they say about Donald Trump to Obama, uh, this the person would be in jail already. They'd be they'd be sentenced to life for treason, and they'd probably be excommunicated the next day. I mean, that's how bad it is. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the reason I brought that up is because you know Samantha B came out, the comedian who's not that funny. But anyway, she came out and she went on, she went after um, Ivanka Trump, and she talked crap about Ivanka, and she called her an inappropriate word on her show right after the whole Roseanne thing, and she talked about how she should wear a low-cut skirt and a short dress to go to do basically to seduce her father, you know, implying incest there, um, you know, for her to get down to change some things around as far as immigration and everything. And she had to come out and apologize today, but she actually lost one of her sponsors, which is Auto Trader. They came out and were like, "Oh, they tweeted that you know, thank you so much for letting us know and you know, coming telling us what's going on." Um, her comments were disgusting or despicable or whatever the case is, and they don't line up with her values. So for once, you see a liberal person losing a sponsorship on the show for something that they said. But and you know, what Roseanne said was bad. I don't think there's any, there's no real way around it. I'll tell my wife today, this is not the 80s or the 90s where you can kind of say whatever you want and get away with it anymore. But the, the truth of the matter is that she got axed immediately, and it, it was immediate. Like, you know, her tweet came out, and it was like, boom, 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 that's it, Rosanne got canceled. My wife and I were on the phone, and she's like, hey, did you hear Rosanne got canceled? I was like, what? I heard that she got, got in trouble, but I didn't realize it was canceled. But anyway, you know, it goes to show you the, the fact that there is a bias and the fact that it's not fair because it doesn't go across both boards. It's not. It's the liberals who get away with it so much, and there's so many terrible things that are said about oh, <laughs> Kelly, our producer, by the way. Uh, a total side note, um, the fact that the only reason we're doing this show, you mentioned that you were falling asleep. I actually was asleep, and Kelly woke me up because that's how dedicated to the show she is. 
she woke me up so that I could do the show. So, you know, kudos to Kelly for keeping PG alive. Um, but anyway, so getting back to the whole controversy, when you look at the whole spectrum of it, you have all these people. It was a while back where Jimmy Kimmel was making fun of uh, of um, Melania Trump and people mocking her for the way she speaks English. It's a bunch of jackasses. I mean, this woman speaks like seven different languages and would embarrass them in pretty much any other language. But yeah, uh, I speak English because I'm a moron and that's all I speak, but this clearly more educated person than me has said, said certain words with an accent, so I'm going to rip her. But when you look at the conservative versus the liberal stuff, it, it, it's just no, there's no doubt about it that there's a huge bias there. Yeah. Yeah, another reason of my theme of nothing changes is that the liberals could get away with anything they want and have always gotten away with anything they want. And the minute that something happens that you know, upsets the apple cart, just like Roseanne doing her tweet that they jump on that. They're, they're like, they're quick to point out that, you know, Roseanne's a racist and uh, we got to pull the show and we got we to cancel the show and, and make this whole, like, to-do about something. What's, what's funny about that is that Roseanne has always been a liberal. She's still a liberal. You know, she just happens to be a Trump supporter, so people are attacking her left and right. You know, that's yep. the thing. That's what gets me, is that she's, she's always been a total lib and she's always supported, you know, uh, causes and she's been a friend to the left forever, and they turned on her because of a tweet because she supports Donald Trump, and that's the part they get to. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, other other than that, I, I don't know what else to say. But ABC is like so weird. I think, uh, and it's the it's the one station that I watch I I, I watch the most in terms of shows like. Um, well, the only show I did watch was on ABC. Let's face it, Designated Survivor, and they pulled the plug on what that. About that show? Yeah. What about that show? The, the last, um, what the hell was it, The Last Ship? or what, what was that show called? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, The Last Ship is on TNT, though, now. I think maybe it's oh, okay, The Last okay, Ship. Okay. Right? Yeah, I thought it was on ABC, but you've always been an ABC kind of guy. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I was. I, I mean, I... I, I like the um, the news at six thirty with David Muir, but um, that's not yeah, fair. So, kind of, so, 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 getting back, no, it's not getting back to what I was saying about the whole liberal thing. Sally Field yeah. tweets, I like I like Samantha B a lot, but she's flat wrong to call Ivanka uh, blank. Blanks are powerful, beautiful, nurturing, and honest. Why is it that every liber- every celebrity on the planet is a scum sucking liberal? Why is it? And now it's the time where they're all coming out of the closet and all coming into the works, and there's this hateful, disgusting people, and nobody ever holds them accountable. Why is that? Why is that okay for these people to say that? I, I don't know. I mean, and the point... Keith Olbermann. Your buddy Keith Olbermann. <laughs> I mean, he's dropping F-bombs, F-bombs, actual, literal F-bombs, left and right about Trump. F-you, you Nazi, bigot, racist, F-you, F-you, go F yourself. I mean, that's pretty much all he ever tweets, but he just got signed by Disney, a.k.a. ESPN, again. Why is that okay? It's okay because, unfortunately, this world that we live in, especially in this country, has become has lost their morals and their values. Um, through, I think, through Clearly. technology, through the fact that they just <laughs> they're sellouts, they're a bunch of you know. I don't know. I, I I don't know how. Like it's it's the whole Hollywood thing that we've always talked about how. You know, it's it's garbage out, out in Hollywood, and that's what comes out. And everyone wants to be like Hollywood, so they they try to impose their their thoughts, their beliefs on the rest of the world, 
especially the, the you know the United States. I'm talking specifically, and that's what what happens is that you get garbage from Hollywood, and it spreads out throughout the whole country, and you get liberals like. <laughs> Like you said, Keith Olbermann, for example, who could just say whatever he wants because it is a free country. But God forbid we said something on the about the left, then that that would be the end of it. We we would be uh, considered <laughs> racists and terrorists. Yeah, we we would get shut down, of course. I mean, not that I mean, there's anybody's listening to us, but who knows? Um, anything else that you want to talk about, or are we just gonna are we just gonna swap this up? Um. I'd like to talk for at least two more minutes because then we can say we cover June just in case we don't get to a June episode. So um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. <laughs> I'm trying to it's think. so, so um, sad on so many levels. You know what's interesting is that you know you, we always talk about how in baseball, for example, you could you could you can you can't win your division in the month of April, but you could sure lose it in the month of April or May. And I feel like the Mets have. Um, through just injury, through typical Mets, through just, you know, I know you don't believe in this, this jinxing stuff, but, like, how do are, are the Mets the only organization that I could think of off the top of my head that could have these freak injuries that happen all the time to this team? Like, you look at you look at Noah Syndergaard, you look at uh, Cespedes, who's always hurt. I mean, this team just can't get – can't get ahead of itself. I mean, it's just, it's it's bad. I don't know what to tell you. It's bad. Did they lose tonight? They lost five to one to the Chicago Cubs. Yes. What's amazing to me is the fact that they have they're even still above that uh, they're not uh, ten games under five hundred. I told you all, with the Stars and Mets had eleven one. All they had to do is play five hundred. I think they've played like eleven and ten games under five hundred since then, which is pretty amazing and it's pretty impressive. But you know what? Everything goes wrong for this team. Everything craps out. They're they're an absolute disaster. There's nothing that ever goes right for the Mets. I just don't even know where to go. I mean, everyone's always injured. You know, Harvey's gone, right? He's he was he couldn't hack it. Guys aren't hitting. I mean, Bruce is in the dumpster. Reyes is a dumpster fire. They they get nothing going. This is just a bad baseball team. Poorly designed, poorly constructed. It's worse than I thought because I had some some decent hopes for this year. And it's just nothing ever changes, like you said, and that's that's the theme. Just everything goes wrong, and uh, the Mets can do no right because it's always a problem. It's always an issue. They're always losing games. They're always blowing games. Their bullpen stinks. Their starting rotation stinks. I mean, this is nothing good about this team if you think about it. There's, it's just the the talent is is beyond minimal, sir. It's just it's sad to me because I really thought they were going to be decent this year. I really did, and I'm. They've been so bad. They've been like historically bad, and you've got Gary Cohen and Keith Hernandez and their announcers that are complete loss for words. I mean, that's pretty much all. What what else is there to say? There's literally nothing you can say because everything is so. It just never goes right for them ever. Yeah, and the funny thing is that the NBA and the NHL are going to wrap up in the next week or so. And then all you have left is baseball ex- until I guess the NFL starts, and we can. Yeah, you know, August. You, you can't really talk about the NFL until August or to the end of August, beginning of September. So if we're going to do shows, we're going to be talking about crap baseball or, or wrestling, which we we can't stand. So um, hopefully, Mike Vaccaro realizes that he was talking. Shame to you. on you. Mike Vaccaro hopefully realizes that he's talking to you and not like Joe and Evan. Joe and Wallington, what's up, Joe? Hey, hey, did, did I tell you, I did tell you that he reached out to me, right? And he apologized, and he said, you know, he missed the he missed the message, and 
Um, so I'm hopefully I'll be able to get him on. And also Todd Pratt and I uh, touched base today, former Met Todd okay. Pratt. So he, yeah. he's going to let me know when he can come on. He's just um, he's he's working with a, with a team. I forget. I'm not sure if it's minors or majors. I didn't get into all that. But basically, his problem with being on the show is that the game's in, and this is the time where he'd be going over notes and writing, you know, film and stuff like that. So I'm not really sure how we're going to get him on the show, but we've got to figure something out. The funny thing is the two guests that we want to try to get on are, are about the Mets. So what we would do is probably just spend like a half hour talking to these guys and just basically ripping the, t- the organization, except with somebody that, um, you know, actually has some clout. <laughs> of course, of course. Well, sir, is there anything else? Because, I mean, I am just uh, – the only word that's got me right now is this. Stupid idiot. <laughs> no, I'm good. Thank thank you, Kelly, once again for uh, – Dream alive. Yeah, we know Kelly. Uh, but seriously, Kelly, thank you for keeping the dream alive. No, wait, and, no, uh, no, no, wait a second. No, wait a second. Let's go pure there, gold. First of all, wait a second. Wait a second, David. For a second, let me. Wait a second. Now, would you say that this is what happened tonight with uh, with Jared Smith? And that was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. We. You have to find a clip but, of him. And that Tyron. was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave him the friggin' game. In my opinion, that sucked. That's exactly what <laughs> LeBron's saying right now in the press conference. <laughs> you just made the list! <laughs> yeah, this, the best part I about that you. is that, that, that Jim Moore Jr. quote, we haven't used it in so long because there's pretty much no time to ever use it, and it just came yeah. up perfectly. <laughs> That was perfect. Oh, it was, as always, a great show, an abbreviated show, a PG extra, yep. if you will. I only scheduled the show for 45 minutes, so we can only talk for 10 minutes more if we wanted to. But no, I we're mean, good. I, mean, we're I, think good. Nick, I think Nikki Boyer said it all. Was just a you great. guys are awesome. Thank you, Nikki. Yeah, we, you we really are, Nikki. Thank you so much. Um, uh, there's nothing else to say, folks. What, what can I tell you? What's the name of your show? Uh, pure Gold. Pure Gold? Yes, sir. I got two words for you. You're old. You guys are awesome. Again, yes, we are Nikki. Thank you so much, folks. Uh, we'll be back at some point in June before the month mm-hmm. is over. <laughs> have a have a wonderful night, folks. <laughs>